My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And we're back after our October hiatus. Yay! Welcome. We made it back. Uh, Jessie is still on hiatus because of her new job, but she will eventually be back, you know. But, you know, we're cool, so... Hopefully you stick around just for us three as well. Um, so we were on a little bit of a hiatus for October, as I think we said in our last episode that we were going to be. Um, and it was well needed, uh, I think, by all of us, because we've been pumping out content pretty straight for, wait, how many years is that? Four, four years! <laughs> it's our four-year anniversary. So if you've been here since the beginning, thank you for sticking around with us. And hopefully there'll be four more years. But who did and if you're newer than that, there is we, a heck ton of content that oh, you can Oh, there's check so out. much to catch up on. Like, if this is your first episode and you're like, wow, these ladies love bomb. Gotta find out more. You're in luck. <laughs> you, friend. Absolutely fabulous. Because they're all on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube. They're everywhere. And all the information is at certifiednunas.com. We got it it all, friends. So, comrades, we're doing something. We're excited to come back on sort of like ease it in with everyone's favorite episode. What the heck have we been watching? What have the (laughs) Nunas been watching over the past month? Um, Before we like get into it, I just want to say for anyone who follows my follows my Twitter and encountered the actual depraved nonsense I put my mother through while I was at my mom's house last <laughs> month. You're welcome. Um, we didn't make it through Kin Porsche uh, because she got very distracted by cherry magic. <laughs> um, she's in love with Kurosawa and Itachi. Like <laughs> to, she started calling them our boys. Aww. Can we watch that show with our boys, honey? So I was like, mm, yes. Um, she and so I, for anyone who's not familiar with what I did with my mom, I started her watching Kin Porsche. We made it through like five episodes. Um, I told her absolutely nothing about the show's plot, characters, genre. I pretended like I'd never seen the show because I love playing these little cons on my mother. So she was probably the only person on earth who went into watching Kin Porsche knowing absolutely nothing about Kin Porsche, including the fact that it was gay. But she did catch on, (laughs) but not as quickly as you would think. Like, (laughs) but at one point she turns to me and she says, honey, I think this show might be marketed to gay men. And I was like, Mom, Mama J, why would why would you say that, Mom? Like, why what would make you think that this is only marketed to gay men? And she goes, Well, every single person on this is a beautiful man. And I was like, do you have a problem with beautiful men? Like, is that not something that we can enjoy? And she's like, no, 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 no. I love beautiful men, but all of them. <laughs> anyway, she was uh, she was she was, she was catching on. She was catching on. She was catching on. Anyway, um, she also loved. We watched all twenty episodes of Beautiful Gong Shim, a classic Nam Mingun, uh, which Mom gives 
20 thumbs up. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan of Beautiful Gong Shim. Anyway, that's what I've been doing with mom. So, Amanda, what is the show that you've been watching over this past month that we've been away? Well, like I was, uh, I mentioned earlier to just talking to the Nunas, I've been on a real big, like, weekender kick. I finally have access again to um, It's Beautiful Now, so I'm trying to finish that up because I kind of lost, I lost it. I was, I didn't have a Cocoa Boy subscription and over the summer and trailer weekends and stuff, I couldn't make that 24-hour free window so i had to let it go so i've been catching up on that love it it's great um everybody's adorable um i'm also watching currently airing weekender called three bold siblings hmm. with uh im juan and i can't remember her name right now but the actress from boys is okay yeah female lead um it's weird to be watching it at the same time as it's beautiful now because i keep like crossing plot lines in my brain so like something happens and I'll be like oh no get her to the doctor and then I'm like no the doctor is in the other show like it yeah <laughs> so, but um three bold siblings it's fun I'm enjoying it it's not as good as it's beautiful now or you know mm. other, you know it's not quite it's beautiful bad. now is pretty good pretty like yeah yeah okay uh I was like yeehaw what Okay. The actress's name. The actress, yes. Um, so, but it's it's good. It's just not great. Um, but I am enjoying it. It the basic plot is she is a doctor who they sort of set it up initially like she's kind of a a a feisty. You know, she she gets in fights with the drunk patients and the ER kind of thing like you know she's all this but then that goes away real real fast and she is just a mouse she is her dad died when she was little her mom remarried to a guy who is amazing loves her to the moon is an incredible father to her but his mother was very unhappy that um her darling son married a woman who had a kid and when the younger siblings came along. She basically just continued to ignore the older daughter and and poured all of her attention and energy into the younger two. Definitely and, not toxic whatsoever. No, and she's been terrible to the mother too, pretty much. But like the dad was having none of it. Like he initially, he was like, okay, well, mom, if you don't like her, then that's fine. We'll leave. And he left his mother to run the family restaurant by herself when he's the cook. And he went and started like a place around the corner. Listen, look <laughs> around, find out. You know what right. I mean? Like, so mom quickly decided that she needed her son or else she was going to be on the street. So she welcomed this family in. And she's been even, but not nice, right? And so the mother has raised her oldest daughter. Like, don't get on grandma's nerves. Like, let's just, you know, so she's always given up everything for her younger siblings. And at one point she was dating, she had a best friend who became an actor. It, this is Im Juan's character. And he became an actor around when they were around 20. They met up while she was at med school and he was in like a medical drama and they were filming at mm. her med school and they bumped into each other again. And he was like, he's always been in love with her since he was like 12. She's been his best friend and he's in love with her. And he's like, 
let's start dating. She's like, okay. And they start dating on in secret and everything. They get caught. Like this is all first episode information. They get caught. Her life gets completely trashed for, you know, how could you date Opa? She gets egged. She gets, you know, her sister winds up not being able to get, I mean, I think this is a bit of a stretch, but her sister can't get into college because she gets suspended from school for fighting because people come after her (laughs) for being the sister of, you know, so she gets suspended from school during the, um, the time when you would you know, like it's, to dance. It's, to it's really funny so. because I feel like someone who's like unfamiliar with like netizen news would think like, oh my goodness, this is so ridiculous and over the top and fake. And yet us in the know being like, yeah, uh-huh. ripped straight from reality, this nonsense. <laughs> so unfortunately, like the guy doesn't realize what she went through. He just thinks that they they both chose to walk away because it wasn't the right time. And he does at one point try to find her and talk to her. And she, he comes to her dad and her dad says to him, now is not the time because it's been devastating to their whole family. Like their business was getting, you know, bad, you know, all kinds of stuff. So he's like, now is not the time. If the two of you are meant to be together, your paths will cross again. You'll come back, you know, very guardian. So they're 40 now. Um, wow, that was yeah. Twenty years later, yeah. She's, uh, and you go into this. Her younger sister is engaged. Her younger brother is sort of pre-engaged. They're at the meeting where the two families get together to you know discuss stuff, and the younger sister's fiance, his family's like. Now's not a good time to get married because he has to work so hard and commute so far and all this stuff. And the mom says. I know. Well, when they get married, they can move into the apartment that's close to his work. You know, the apartment that my daughters live in. So, yeah. So the the 40-year-old doctor sister is the one who pays for this apartment. She lets her little sister live there rent-free so that she can save up money for her wedding. And now she's been told, mm-hmm. you're going to give up your apartment so that they can. And she, it's the, it's the star that breaks the camel's back. She's like, you know what? I have been giving in. For the last like 35 years, I've given in to these people. Sucks. I am done. She says, she says, you know what? You can't have my apartment. And not only can you not have my apartment, y'all can't get married. Neither of you can get married until I get married. Because I'm the oldest. <laughs> and then's the rules. And she stalks out. And they're like, what? <laughs> that that is a good premise set up for a weekender, though. Like, yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, to be fair, her brother is also a doctor and he is like, as soon as his mom says it, he's like, mom, no, like, no, it's her apartment. You can't give away her apartment. Like, and she's like, no, no, it's fine. You're fine. Right, honey? And she's like, no, I'm not fine. So then she's all upset. She's going home. And in the bus stop, she sees these posters. Her ex-boyfriend, the actor, has a hobby, side hobby of photography. He is releasing a photo book. And in this book, what he's using to promote are pictures of that beautiful weekend away that they took that completely ruined her life. And it's captioned with my beautiful memories or whatever. And she starts just ripping these posters down because for her, 
not so beautiful. And is it mm. obviously her, or is it more like you can't tell who no, it would you be? Can't. Like nobody else would know it's her. Okay, right? Mm. Because like, she knows. If, if it was actually fish. showing who it was, I would no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like from a distance, just the silhouettes from behind. Of but people. she knows she yeah. was there, right? Yeah. Because for her, she's never been able to date since when they got revealed by dispatch it was leaving a hotel room her life she's never been able to date since that's part of the reason why she's still single at 40 is that every guy she has dated has either been trying to see what you know what a celebrity you know mm-hmm. would have liked wants to talk to her about what was it like wants to become an actor and are you still in touch with him oh, can you get me a, like gross. she has not been able to date a single guy who did not just think it would be cool to have sex with somebody that a celebrity had sex with or whatever right men are gross Um, men are gross men are gross so she goes to his uh his book signing and basically like rips up a book and is like beautiful memories my ass and you know and that's you know that's the first weekend so who, who do you think like what type of drama watcher do you think would really enjoy this drama people who are into like the typical family weekender like it's very well, I don't think it's as top-notch as It's Beautiful Now or Five Enough or mm-hmm. oh, Other Strange. It's in that vein. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of Mac Jang, like, yet, anyway. I, the title, Three Bold Siblings, makes it sound like it would be more about the three siblings. And it so far hasn't really, like, they are all there, but it's very definitely the doctor who's the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, and- and how far along are you? Uh, I think there's, like, I'm right with it. I think there's 12 episodes out, and I've watched 12 episodes. It feels like a lot has been happening, too. Like, every weekend, there's, like, a big, and you're like, oh, this is going to be, the, there's a big scam plot, and you get, somebody gets scammed out of, like, a $100,000, and you're like, oh holy gosh. crap, this is obviously going to be a big, and it's taken care of, like, the next episode. <laughs> Okay. Like, I thought they were gonna milk this a little more. Like, we got a lot of episodes to get through. This is a weekender. Like every like every weekend it feels like there is a new big plot. And then it's just a little it, plot. Like, <laughs> and everything's fine. Like, and you're like, oh, okay. Plot of the week, huh? Okay. I assume you're gonna keep watching it. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um how, how long are the episodes? Uh like an hour. Like they're not standard weekender, yeah. Just standard Hmm. yeah so how about you natalia well i have been watching several things because i downloaded tons of stuff to watch at my mom's because um my mom's house up until (laughs) this past week my mom's house had what i like to call the best internet that 1999 could offer Um, (laughs) but she has been brought into the modern world so now every time i go home we don't have to take a Hiatus. I can actually record at my mother's house. She has faster internet than I do now. Anyway. Um, so, but despite this, I still would like go out and use the next door neighbors because they got their Wi-Fi updated quicker than we got our Wi-Fi updated. Classic. Uh, and I, they they gave us the password. So I would go out and I would steal their internet to like download an episode on Viki. And then watch it, you know, because Vicky has their like two day limit on downloads. So stay. 
Listen, I'm not going to. We always have that. I'm not going to rag on Vicky today. Like, (laughs) try my best. Anyway, so I started watching um, the Taiwanese show, My Tooth, Your Love, which is so endearing. And the two male leads on it, because it is it is a gay drama. So you all the homophobes that for some reason listen to this very queer friendly podcast. Feel free to to yourself and don't (laughs) let the door hit your ass on the way out. Um, So it's about this really adorable like he owns like a, a like a resto pub type thing. And he has like really bad insomnia but not that he like can't sleep it's just he can't sleep unless everything is perfect Mm. and so he wears like earplugs and he has like 900 stuffed animals on his bed that he's named all of them and this is not like he's like 30 like this is is not like a young guy anyway he lives with his sister and his sister is a doctor um and it starts out with him having a toothache and his sister's like, oh, no, like, you got to go to the dentist. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to. No, I'm good. I don't want to go to the dentist. And she's like, shut up. I'm taking you to the dentist. In fact, I'm like friends with a dentist. So I'm going to take you to my friend, the dentist. So she like drags his ass over to the dentist and is like, hey, this is my little brother. He's terrified of the dentist. Um, and, but he's got some fucked up in his mouth. Like, I need you to take a look at it. And the brother's like, no, no. No, it's okay. Like, I don't want you. Meanwhile, the dentist, who wears a mask the whole time, by the way. So, like, this guy never sees all of his face, just his eyes. Is like, stop being a little bitch. I'm going to, you know, come up. We're going to check it out. And he's like, yeah, you got a messed up wisdom tooth. Like, we got to take the swelling down and we got to remove that wisdom tooth after the swelling comes down. Blah, blah. And he's like, I, you know, do we, though? <laughs> do we? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> we do so anyway meanwhile the sister is like away on a business trip and the sister is like weirdly protective of her younger brother so she's like hey like i never heard if my brother got home from work today like will you go like check on him at his house like here's where the keys hidden like just let yourself in and like check on him and the dentist is like okay weird ask but sure i guess if that'll get you to stop harassing me about your brother i'll do it and so, like, you know, then, you know, shenanigans, shenanigans. And then he finds Does out all the cute know, animals. Know, and then, Does she know that the, like, dentist is gay and she's trying to set them up? Because it's so I don't, I, listen, I, don't, I don't really get that impression. <laughs> like, I don't really get that impression. Because apparently, like, the, you know, the dentist had, like, you know, this horrible ex. Like, he broke up in this horrible way and hasn't dated since. Anyway, the resto pub guy. There's also, like, the gut people who work at his little pub who, like take in this, you know, like 20 year old kid who's having problems with his stepdad and his mom because his stepdad hates him. And they're like, yeah, you can come work at the pub. Um, And then, you know, there's a little romance between the manager and, you know, something going on there. Um, But it's like really endearing and sweet. It's like a sweet drama and um, nothing like I'm on episode. Like it's only like five episodes out, I think so far. And there's nothing really like spicy in it, but it's a Taiwanese drama, so I'm sure there'll be at least a little bit because Taiwanese dramas, they're they're, they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want, right? Yeah. Um, 
there's the there's the classic like oh you got drenched in the rain I guess you'll have to stay at my house and here's my clothes to wear like oh it's too rainy you can't possibly leave that I guess you'll have to stay over <laughs> in like, oh, people melt in the rain so. yeah exactly like oh no you have a slight cold I guess I'll have to nurse you back to hell so for a hell. couple weeks yeah like, <laughs> no, like it's totally totally fine for me to be doing dental work on someone I have a crush on. Don't worry about it. Like, and everyone in my office is very much aware. The only one who isn't is the guy getting his wisdom teeth removed. Um, it's very adorable. The acting is wonderful. Um, there's a delightful little cast of characters. It's very sweet. Very well done. Uh, it's on Viki for anyone looking to watch it. Um, how many how many come out a week? Is it one a week? One a week, which let me tell you, I am suffering. <laughs> I am suffering. And it like just started on the 14th of October and it's going all the way till the end of December. So like I'm in it. It's also on WeTV if you use WeTV. Um, I love it. I want more immediately. It feels like one of those dramas. So long as they don't like biff it. Yeah. I feel like it'll be one that I'll like once I'll watch it as it's coming out. And then when it finishes, I'll start again from the beginning and then watch it all as a binge, you know, one mm -hmm. of those. So what uh, you're anyway. telling us is to wait and start it when it's done. Oh, I don't know. Like, it's pretty good. It's pretty <laughs> so, good. So tonally, is it like similar to like Cherry Magic or Nay Sensei? Totally, like any of those tones? Tonally, it's very similar to like, the history series. Okay. Okay. If you're familiar with those. So um, I would say tonally most similar to history four without the, that half of the plot. If you know, you know, uh, <laughs> like just, you know, it's, it's, Oh, here it's totally, it's like, it reminds me a lot of um, DNA says, I love you, which is another great Taiwanese show that I do recommend. Um, so it's got that sort of vibe, but it's like, it's adults. So these are all people with careers in their late <laughs> 20s, early 30s. It's adult stuff. Um, even though it seems like he isn't because he, the man has like 900 stuffed animals that he sleeps with. But like, you can tell there's like some a trauma going on there that it's not like, oh, he's like, you know, infantilized in any way. It's just like, there's a little, there's a slight screw loose and this is what he needs to cope, you know? That's fine. Um, that is fine. Like, listen, we don't judge. Uh, but anyway, it's really good. Um, you know, if you're in this for aesthetics, smoking hot, every, every single person on this show is a smoke show, really. Like, <laughs> of course, right? As though, right. like, actors yeah. on shows are unattractive. <laughs> um, it's great. I really enjoy it. I'm really good. What about you, Sky? What have you been uh, putting your eyeballs on? So probably the main one I've been focused on the past month or two has been a Korean Odyssey. Mm. Um, so I'm going to explain why I'm randomly picking up this show. Uh, I, I had picked up a long time ago and put it on hold forever ago. Mm -hmm. um, but so uh, I want to say back in September, I was binging Law Cafe. Mm -hmm. And then I got to the end of the episodes that were available <laughs> at the moment, like eight. Yeah. 
And since Lee Sung Gi is one of my favorite actors, I was like, okay, okay. Do I have anything on hold Fine. that I haven't finished of <laughs> his? And I have a couple, like Vagabond's another example. But since it was pre-Halloween at the time, Ooh. I was like, oh, I think a Korean Odyssey feels that vibe right feels now. Feels right, yeah. So I had already watched hmm, probably to like episode four in the mm-hmm. past but i had to start over because like i could remember some things but as far as the tone and stuff i couldn't remember mm-hmm. like i remembered nothing <laughs> no I, I remembered pretty much <laughs> i remembered willy wonka outfit yeah like, I, remembered. <laughs> I remembered how the monkey king got out of the jail and that was pretty much it like not much else um and that there were ghosts that was and so that's why mm-hmm. i thought it would be a fun ghost show so um and I've really, really been enjoying it. I will say, the episodes are long, so do not think that they're short episodes. No, they are pretty long, aren't they? And yeah. even though it quite often is like Ghost of the Week, mostly, and there are, of course, overarching themed like, plot throughout the show, but it's still, the episodes are very, very long and a lot happens in each episode to where if you watch two or three episodes in one sitting, you're like, I feel like I've watched an entire show because a lot has occurred. Um, but I get a pretty good big kick out of it because if you don't know what it is, because now let's see what year was this 2017, it's really not that old. But for people who have come into the uh Asian drama fold like after Crash Lane on You, it might be something that you haven't heard that much about. But back in back when it was released, it was extremely popular. Um, mm-hmm. as far as I heard, a lot of people at the time the cgi was what often people didn't like very much well, of the show you know if the you want is when it's good it's really good but mm-hmm. it's not all like i just remember from the final episode there's there's a thing that's just not great <laughs> also there was- the problem for a lot of us was that when they were airing it like the first couple episodes they did not have enough time to get the cgi in so people in Korea watched it air, and there would just be blank Ooh. where there was supposed to be CGI. So they had to take a break and to like, fix they it. They had to take a break so that they could catch up, and the CGI people could like. I wonder if that was kind of. It makes you wonder if that was kind of around the time that they started realizing when it comes to these CGI heavy shows. Because, you know, there really wasn't that much CGI many years prior that much to where it it makes you wonder, like, kind of if they learned their lesson with a Korean Odyssey. That's also one where there was, I want to say maybe a death or an an accident where somebody got hurt really badly Mm -hmm. from like a falling chandelier or something because they were rushing because they were such long episodes and they were such everything... They just were going, and so there was a lot of controversy around mm. it initially. I, I, I didn't know so about that. I'll have to go see what I can first. find about that. What I mostly remember, though, is that when we were watching it, how he would, he would all the time, he would say, do you want to eat me? And the girls on Twitter were like, well, I mean... Yeah, no, well, do you want no? Do you, you want know, me? Like, do you want me to eat you? That's what yeah, it was. Like, well, yeah, you know, like... girls on Twitter were like, I mean, yes. <laughs> So, you know, like, you know. I mean. So, for those who don't know, in case you're curious about the plot of 
yeah. Korean Odyssey. It is based on Journey to the West. Mm. Uh, I like I had to go like research some stuff. The reality is, it is not really as close as you would think, as far as I can see. Mm-hmm. But it's inter- it's just mythology stuff. So a lot of these characters mm-hmm. are like they're very obviously normal looking individuals people but they'll be like i'm a monkey and i'm a bull they look like people it's not like they have some thing on them that indicates that they're something else until suddenly they'll do something and like cgi will switch and they will actually turn into like a large boar or something and i just i get a kick out of that type of stuff even if the cgi sometimes is questionable um but pretty much they're the main uh, female lead it starts when she is a little girl and she can see ghosts and stuff so she becomes the key to unlocking one of the, the main mythological creature person the monkey king from his jail and it's she pretty much gets used to do that without her knowing because she's a little girl how would she know and so then he promises to like protect her but then makes it to where she can't remember his name because, of course, he's kind of... He calls himself a bastard all the time. He is that way. He yeah. is a jerk. <laughs> like, that is his shtick. So then later on, when they're adults, when she's an adult later on, you know, he's a bazillion years old. She, When she is of age later, in her late 20s, 30s, they run they run across each other again. And she's like, I still don't remember your name. But she, she fakes that she does. And that she doesn't care enough to say it. That she she's over it. That she, she never thought of him again throughout her life. And she didn't care that she wasn't protected. And she was fine by herself. Uh, mm. And so that that's actually a really smart play versus a very arrogant, jerky <laughs> god, essentially. Uh, so, of course, he wouldn't drop it and would pester her until they would talk. So there's all these other characters like... The Devil King, which he's a bull, and then there's uh, Hong Jun Ki, and he's a boar, and then there's a dog. There's all types of these critters. Uh, And there's also a character that the Winter Soldier, he runs an ice cream shop, which is obviously always product placement. Yeah, Great product placement each time. Uh, Winter Soldier, who uh, also has a sister, but a long, long time ago, the sister lost her body and also shares a body with the Winter Soldier. So the sister is also played by the same actor. Mm-hmm. So the Spring Fairy and the Winter Soldier are played by the same actor, which is, you know, interesting and cool. They do a really good job of that and not making that weird or anything. Yeah. So there's a lot there as far as like the little girl who grew up to be this woman who still deals with being able to see ghosts and trying to help them when she can. Now having to deal with like her blood smells good so everyone wants to all the little mythical people want to eat her like it's all this thing so of course what do you do you make you get something that makes the monkey king protect you and fall in love with you Mm -hmm. so it goes from there not everyone would enjoy necessarily watching something where you have the drama is very much yeah i'm madly in love with you but only because i'm wearing a bracelet essentially (laughs) yeah i i think they draw the drama out well and then there's um what's also what if you're into the Law Cafe, by the way, so the leads of the Law Cafe are in it. The the female lead from Law Cafe, she plays a zombie. Right, this, I forgot she was in yeah, it. Right. Yeah. So like she has and she has a heck ton of screen time. Don't think that yeah. she doesn't. And they actually have a heck ton of screen time 
together and they interact a lot. It's really fun that, you know, they've worked together, obviously, before they worked together for Law Cafe. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. I think it's a good thing to revisit for people that do... If you're really getting a kick out of the Law Cafe chemistry, if you're liking the the actor and the actress from that, you know, go check it out. I recall that they actually did some rewrites in the second half of the show to give her character more screen time Mm. to make her more of a main character because she was so popular and her chemistry was so good with the actors. They were like, let's, let's draw this out a little longer. So. It definitely kind of feels like that because they kind of, they had a small arc for her and Mm -hmm. they could have, you know, scooted her off probably episode Mm -hmm. four or something. Um, But yeah, definitely I'm to the part where there there's more going on with that, that actress and character being able to do more stuff with that. I just think it's really fun if you like mythology stuff, if you kind of like, there's even a, there's a specific episode, which I had already watched it once and I watched it again. I thought it was really neat how pretty much there was a ghost that they were trying to nab essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, it went into a film. Oh, and yeah. so they, they, two of the characters had to pretty much go into this black and white film from like the forties or something and find this in in Japanese occupied Korea was the setting. So like, it was, it was a really cool episode. So I think Mm. the way they play with the ability of these characters to do things and to fight against uh, bad, bad spirits or whatever they call them. It's pretty fun. I really enjoy it. it. It's just my type of thing. It's really not, I'll also say it's really not that scary. Like if, if you're going and being concerned about scare, but if you're really like, no, can't handle literally any, any scare, there is some, I suppose. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's something that I liked even back when I started a long time ago. I just haven't given it much attention. I will try to keep with it for sure. It is just a long show. Mm. Really long. Yeah. I, I'm at episode 12 of 20, so there's still a fair bit for me to go. But yeah. there's only so many hours in the day, you know. But a, but a big main reason I did want to bring it up was if you're really into Law Cafe right now, and if you're wanting some more of that, like, that interaction of those two act, you know, the actor and the actress, like, go for it. They're, they're over in Korean Odyssey if you're wanting to check it out. Amanda, what else have you been watching? Well, uh, keeping with my, you know, family stuff, I started a daily. Um, I have not, I've started dailies before, but like nothing's ever stuck past a couple mm. episodes. I've been like, mm, nah, not for me. Um, this one, I don't know what it is about it, but I just, I mean, for starters, there's short episodes. So mm. when you look at a daily and you think 120 episodes, are you kidding me? They're a half hour long. So it like goes pretty quick that's only 60 episodes really if you think about it so and they come out as the title would suggest daily there's like five a week come Mm -hmm. out something like that so it's basically like you're watching one of those chill this one anyway like a chill family weekender but split into five half hours instead of you know two hours um over the week. And so the one that I started is called uh, The Love in Your Eyes. And its main character is a young widow. Her husband mm-hmm. died five years ago. She has a young daughter. I'm not even sure the daughter was born before the husband died. Um, 
they got married because she got knocked up. He was either a med school student or like just finished med school and, and had become a doctor at that point. Um, we don't have all the information yet, but if he died and apparently he drowned. And it sounds like from some of the things that the brother and the mom have thrown at her over the years that he might have drowned saving her from drowning. Like, you know, so she and the baby didn't die kind of thing. But I'm not certain of that yet because I'm only, I think there's about 20 episodes out and I think I'm about 12 in so far. She lives with his family, his grandmother, his parents, and she shares a bedroom with his younger sister and her daughter, obviously. Um, they help her to raise this kid. She works the night shift at a convenience store and then comes home, gets her kid off to school. On a good day, she then goes to bed and sleeps for a few hours. And then she gets up and helps in the family restaurant. On a bad day, when her mom, her mother-in-law is in a mood, it's like, I think in the first four episodes, they covered two days and she slept for three hours. Like she came home late after the convenience store having been robbed and she got injured fighting off a guy with a knife. She came home late. They're all mad that she's late. She's just in time to get the kid off to the school bus and then comes back to take a nap. And it's like, nope you have to go clean your brother-in-law's apartment because nobody's cleaned it in a couple of weeks. And you know how he is. He's so hard studying for med school that he can't, no, he can you know, clean af up after he himself. Can, he can definitely time. spend 10 minutes cleaning up after yeah. himself. Uh, Especially because he is not studying to go to med school. Of course he's not. He's just yeah. fucking around. We all know yeah. this. This is how this right. goes. So she goes to clean the apartment. She finds his credit card statements. He is mm -hmm. overdrawn. He's maxed out. Um, and the last time this happened, he came to her and she keeps paying his bills to keep it off of her parents. Girl, like, get it together. No, no, no. I am done. Right? This time she's like, no, 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 I'm done. He walks in and she's like, you promised. You promised that was the last time. And I am so done with you. And he takes off and she chases him. And she chases him into this like, restaurant bathroom or something and she picks up this bucket of dirty mop water to throw at him and of course he ducks out of the way and of course she drenches this handsome man in a oh uh, yes of course go on so, every day at the convenience store before she leaves there's this old man this grandpa who comes in every day and so that he calls her his little baby chick and they have this little cute relationship this guy is the is that grandpa's oldest grandson? It's of course, <laughs> it's a small world. So, yeah. Now, what she doesn't know is that that grandpa is also the owner of the convenience oh. store chain. He hey y'all, <laughs> making it rain. Okay, I love this shit. I love. I eat this now, up. I eat it up. Other thing that at this point she has no clue of, and he doesn't know. He, when he was five, he was in an accident where he lost his sight. Five years ago, he received a cornea transplant that allowed him to gain his sight back. Oh. So, I, which, this is the premise that is written in, like, my drama list. It's about how she meets the man who has her husband's eyes, basically. Like, so that's why it's called The Love in Your Eyes. But they didn't they don't really play it up much. The first time she meets him, she sort of makes a comment about his eyes, but she's 
commenting more that he's like using his eyes to look down on her, mm. which I mean, you just threw mop water on him. Like I, I'd be pissed too, but she gives him a hundred bucks to pay for his dry cleaning. And she's still carrying this bag with a, a brand new tracksuit that was supposed to be for her brother-in-law. She gives that to him, like here, wear this mm-hmm. and I'll get your phone number. Like call me when it's like, I'll get, get it back from you afterwards. And you know, if there's any other costs involved in this, I will pay you. And he's kind of like, whatever, like I can pay for my own dry cleaning, but sure, whatever. She's like, don't look down on me. I'll pay my, I'll pay my, you know, whatever. So then it's like, because of this, they keep crossing paths. Um, He goes home and his grandpa's like, so what, you know, you've been in the States doing- Oh, of course, of course he's been in the States. Right. So he's been in the States and going to school for marketing. And he comes back and he says, before I take a job in the marketing department of our company, I want to work my way up from the bottom and like know our product. Mm -hmm. So I think I should work in one of the convenience stores. And grandpa goes, I know the perfect convenience store for you to work in today. So now they're working the night shift together and he is like learning all kinds of stuff and she's training him and, you know, so, so it's, it's a daily, but it's, it sounds like it's really not family heavy. It kind of is, but like, because his family is his, he lives at home with his grandpa, his uh, half brother, his dad and his stepmother. So it sounds like maybe his mom died in the accident that took his eye. Mm. So um, his stepmother is terrible because, you know, she has to be, but in that sort of watchable, terrible way, not in that way where you're like, just like, why? So she's so evil. <laughs> um, but like, there's a flashback to a conversation he had with his half brother where he says, what's, what's the ocean like? And his brother's like, well, I mean, it's the ocean and he's trying to explain, but you get through this conversation, you realize that the family took a family vacation to the beach and didn't take him. Probably because the mother was like, no, no, what's he going to do at the beach when he's blind? You know, like, I don't know, stick his fingers in the sand. Like, it's not really a a sight thing, but okay. So you just kind of get the picture that she's looked after him, but she's never liked him, liked him, right? So there's that. And then she is living with all of her dead husband's family. And her father-in-law and her grandmother-in-law love her, like just absolutely adore her. It, it's very nice because it's very clear who they're setting everybody up with. So there's mm-hmm. a, a girl that the male lead met in the States and she's come back and she is cousins with this uh, dead husband's family. She's the dead husband's cousin. She's going to work for the company now. And her direct supervisor is going to be the stepbrother of the, of the convenience, you know. The classic. She currently thinks she's in love with, you know, the male lead and that he's going to fall in love with her. Now that we're in five years in the States, I couldn't get him to look at me. But now that we're back in Korea, now is my time. And you're like, <laughs> now that there's what, no other women around that speak his language? Like, come on, lady, like. 
whatever. So are you going to keep watching it? Definitely. I am. I put it on and it's like just boom, boom, boom. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Like I just keep watching them. So it seems like something that I would also watch. So it's maybe I will give it a very try. easy. It's just easy. And it's got a little bit more of the kind of Mac Jangy things, but like super, super light Mac Jang. You know, like mm. it's there-ish, but it's not, it's not intense it's just nice you got cute couples that are you got stupid people that you want to smack but they're like they're redeemable you can Mm -hmm. you know nobody's done anything yet that you're like we can't come back from this Mm -hmm. so it's it's just easy it's just an easy watch so the love in your eyes quite like it one thing i want to point out is the fact that Natalia currently has a piece of paper okay, smashed underneath her headphones listen. that she is making a, like a visor of sorts, and it's really stylish. Like, the sun is coming in, hitting me right in the face. You know, country girls make do, right? <laughs> um, I, it's, a, it's a perfect little visor. I've got a little jaunty angle. Uh, you know, speaking of things that have disabled people being disrespected by everyone around them, I watched a really good movie this past month. Um, it's called Midnight. And it is a, well, okay. So it's, it's like a thriller film. Mm-hmm. Um, it won Best uh, best movie at the Fantasia Film Festival in 2021. And it stars uh, We Had June. You know, mm-hmm. uh, don't don't get too excited. You're not going to like them. Put them out there. Uh, and Jin Ki Ju, who was the lead in Come and Hug Me, Jesse's favorite show. Mm-hmm. Um, and she plays a deaf woman uh, who has a deaf mother. And she accidentally stumbles upon a serial killer mid-kill. Yikes. And then becomes his target while also being absolutely disrespected by every single person she tries to go to for help. Mm. Um, It is so good. Uh, I watched it with my sister and we were both like, damn, damn. Damn, uh, my mom lasted about five minutes before she was like, no, I, I, sorry, sorry, girls. Absolutely not. I'm out. So if you're, if you want to watch this movie, it is currently on Tubi. And I think in some areas, though not in Canada, it is on Amazon Prime. But not in Canada, but maybe in the States. Um, and it is on Plex, if you're a weirdo like me who has Plex, which is where I watched it. It's the, I can't, the sound direction on this movie is absolutely incredible because half of it is in complete silence because it'll cut to how she's perceiving Mm. the world around her. And it also highlights all these really cool disability aids technology that she has, like that have like lights that'll light up when there's sound. So there's like a scene where he, he like makes it into her apartment and he's going around turning off all of the lights that like would indicate that there's, someone walking around like it's anyway he jesus okay so like i've always said to myself we had you and you're such a good looking guy right why don't you do more you know like romance leads no i'm out no no more he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to. he should just he should just do what like listen just let him do whatever because like 
terrifying. And also, but like, he's like the sort of serial killer that like ingratiates himself into, so, and because she can't hear and doesn't see his face, then he can, you know, walk up as though he's just, just a guy walking by. You know, what's wrong? You're like, it's, the movie is so good. Um, and it really sort of, what I what I like about a lot of like, you know, horror thriller type things is that uh, like when, especially when they deal with, you know, a marginalized character. And so a deaf woman in Korea would definitely be considered a marginalized character. It What it's highlighting is not like, ooh, serial killers are scary. What it's actually highlighting is, wow, it really sucks to live as this marginalized individual when... Everyone infantilizes you because you're deaf, even though she's yeah. arguably the smartest person, her and her mother, the smartest people in this whole movie. And even if she was just, even if she was just a woman. Yeah. That mm-hmm. would also be a thing. But like, was, in, that, in that drama that I was, the daily, the grandpa walks in at one scene where the, the girl is helping a, a blind customer out mm-hmm. And he goes home, and the first thing he says, he gets home, he says to his son, what do we do to help our, our disabled customers? And he's like, nothing. And he's like, work on that. That, yeah. that drop all the it's other true, stuff. It's really like why, why I, I love the show uh, like, Yankee and White Cane Girl, the mm-hmm. Japanese show that's basically about uh, a local ne'er-do-well who falls in love with a blind woman and then becomes obsessed with like the lack of accessibility in modern-day Japan. Like, And it's it's adorable, but um, this is not an adorable film. Uh, and, inst- and basically, what what always frustrates me when I watch like these sorts of movies is when like the person being you know stalked by the serial killer, you know, like the yeah. plot is not an unusual thriller movie plot, right? Yeah. But what always frustrates me is when the main character is really stupid and only makes stupid decisions. And then I get really annoyed. She does not. Like, the stuff that she does, you're like, in that situation, I would do the same mm. thing. Like, mm-hmm. so you you really relate to her character because you're like, okay, I might not be deaf. But in this situation, I would be making the same decisions that this woman's making. Because the, the, a sane person would be doing what she's doing. And it's anyway, it's so good, and I totally recommend it. Um, Amanda, I doubt you didn't <laughs> I was enjoy say, it. Not to me, but to other Scott, people. It's not. It's not like a scary movie. Like it's not scary. Like so, I wouldn't say it's like you know. There's like a few jump scare type things, but it's not like one that you're watching and you're like on like oh, oh, like it's you know unless you're my mother. It's just but, more tense. Yeah, it's tense, right? And then, like, you know, the, the moments that'll just cut to absolute silence, like, you know, there'll be, like, she has, like, this little thing that has, like, like, it'll go from, like, green to red, like, in a series to show how loud the sound is, right? And she'll just, like, be turning over and it'll be like, and you're like, oh, but you won't hear anything. And all, and the only thing you're indicating is, like, how, how much, how this, like, light's hitting in red. And you're like, no, red, like, oh, God. But, like, it's excellent. I do recommend... Um, it says it's on Netflix on uh, my drama list, but I I don't think it is in Canada. Um, so maybe at some point, at somewhere in the world, um, <laughs> this movie is on Netflix. But it certainly is not the last time I checked uh, here. 
Um, it has titles related to Midnight, uh, but no. Let um, me check. Let me check. Really I love fast that the, when uh, you go to Netflix and you type in a title and like, it's like, oh, we know exactly what you're looking for. We don't no, have it, it but, but like. Here are all the dramas that we do have with that actor. And here are some other things from that country. And here's something, like, I typed in this word. At least give me stuff that has that word in the title. Like, come on. Don't tease me like this. So it's on Tubi for free with, I assume, ads. Is it on Netflix in America? No. And it is on Plex for free with ads. So you can at least watch it for free. That's fascinating that Tubi is able to have that when it, it got an award just like, last year mm-hmm. that, that's really cool it used to be on shutter i believe like it, oh. it, and uh, it's no longer there that i know of in canada anyway um but anyway it's excellent and i really enjoyed it and if you like that sort of thing you'll probably enjoy it i did read some of the reviews on my drama lip never do this <laughs> i listen yeah. i don't know what's wrong with some not everyone but some commenters i'm just like okay if you don't like thrillers yeah if you don't like that don't, type of a yeah, thing watch this in that type of and then someone said but i think my favorite people were like man like the cops are so dumb in this i'm like so you've met smart cops have you like <laughs> okay. also not really watched a lot of yeah, like the, com- no, the cops are the cops are are ableist. They're not dumb. They're just ableist. Like anyway, Sky. What else have you been watching? <laughs> um, so I'll, I'm going to talk about Love and Contract. Just a little oh bit. yes, I am. I will preface. I am not super caught up. I think I am about a week or two behind now, but I mm-hmm. was caught up that far. Um. So we we have discussed love and contract. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. did a live stream about it, and we we talked all about like how it's very different feeling from, you know, how how there were aspects of it that felt different from other rom coms and things like that. I'm I going to give back. my opinion now that it is a typical rom. Yeah, it, it, it conned okay. us with those first four episodes. It's it's listen, it's not bad. No, it's very enjoyable and very fun, and I like it. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> however <laughs> now is it so like is to me it is serving as advertised what you think it would be it's mm-hmm. just the first four episodes felt different than that yeah yeah that is not to say like i kind of have seen people talking about like I think it kind of swings a certain way like most recently and I mm-hmm. haven't gotten that far but as far as how the characters are interacting how are how Parkman Young's character is reacting to things it feels squarely typical rom-com yeah. decisions at this point yeah. which that's what I think our main thing was we really liked her character and how her character was so nuanced and didn't feel like she'd probably get you know carried away with emotion for no reason. All these mm. things, uh, and she's still pretty cool. She's like, still cool, yeah. But I mean, a lot of her reactions at this point are very like, oh, rom com character reacting the rom com yeah. character way. Got it. I will say though, the character of Miss You, she's going on a wild journey, and I'm really I'm here for it. Miss You, the, the like the the woman who raised her. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah, she's okay. she's on a like listen, her her roller coaster arc going on there. And then the the gay roommate also on a just I love right. it. I love it. I mean the the and I will pref like I, I am enjoying the show. It is fun. I'm just saying it, it's typical rom com fun a lot yeah. of it so far. So mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to touch base back on that since we had discussed it together. And yeah. um I do like it. I think everyone's doing a good job. I think that uh, both of the male leads are really like, it's fun to watch them even mm-hmm. in scenes by themselves, not necessarily with Parkman Young's character. Like any of their scenes are fun. So, I mean, what I, what I really enjoyable. enjoy is that like, there is one way that the, that the show sort of like, if you start in the show thinking that that actor has any sort of shot, you're in the right wrong show, my friend. Yeah. Uh, it's not. If it's not a. This is not a love triangle. So if you're not a fan of love triangles, which is totally how they suggested yeah. it was in this. Yeah, scene, this, right? is, like, this, this is a. This is a solid like, love line with a uh, with someone standing off to the side, going, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, do with that what you will. Right. Um. I do think it's fun, though. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Fun show. And the only re- I just haven't had time to catch up to the most I, recent episodes. I didn't have time to like. I wasn't keeping up with it, and then I told my sister that she should stop paying for Vicky since she never watches it, and it's just me. I'm like, dude, I am a grown woman. I can pay for my own subscription. Please stop, mm-hmm. unless that's my birthday present. Like, please just stop paying for something they're not using. And then it was gone, and I was like, "Oh, okay." No well, and I just like, "Yeah, she went through with it." Oh. Yeah, maybe, oh, maybe you no. should have had that discussion after, after the show. Well, you should have had that discussion time, next next yeah. weekend after the at show. At the time, I was only watching like "It's Beautiful Now" and Three Bold Siblings," and, like, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Everything I'm watching right now is on Cocoa." So if I'm gonna have to pay for Cocoa anyway, like. I might as well pay for Cocoa and you stop paying over here. And then it was like, oh, I guess I'm not watching these shows right now until, you know, some point I'll get rid of Cocoa and I'll pay for Vicky for a couple of months and then I'll binge them. You know, then, just go right? like, back and forth. You exactly. It's so. a good idea. But yeah, I, I mean, I recommend, I recommend Love and Contract so far. It is. If fun. you like contract dramas. You know what I've you, heard? It's the mother of all contract dramas. More than one person. That they are not watching it because there are no handsome men in it. And I'm like, excuse me? That what? is Go Kong Pyo like. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, what whoa. What are you whoa. talking about? No, are you kidding me? Both my mother and my sister, who my sister that I'm talking about, does not even like men. She thinks men are the worst, okay? Because let's be honest with them. Both of them are like, oh, these men are so beautiful. Like, look at their beautiful lips. Like, look how nice these men look. So if you're out there thinking there's no good looking men in this, are you blind? Do you, <laughs> do you not have eyes? Like what what are your I mean, what are your standards? Cool. That- <laughs> you're not into them. Okay. But please, like Go Kung Pyo is Listen, might, they might not be your type, but that doesn't mean they're not attractive. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> and Kim Jae Young is like ethereally beautiful. A beautiful person. <laughs> like Exactly. Yeah. 
I, I find it so weird. To, like, I've mostly only ever seen him in like Sagux. So it's just like, so I'm like, oh, okay, modern man. I, I do like how they keep cutting back to like the fake movie where he's crying in the phone booth and like every, like half of the people <laughs> are so making bad. fun of him. And it's like, and his mom's like, oh, he's such talented. And then like the main, you know, Park Minion character's like laughing hysterically at this movie. <laughs> but yeah, no. no. I, I will say, um, it definitely also it kind of does more of the family kind of I'm not saying it's a family drama. It's not. Mm-hmm. When I say that there's family drama in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. that's definitely holding true for like the chick that raised Park Min Young's character. Like, you know, she's definitely still in the game, like still around. That's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, the actor, the lead actor guys, like his whole family situation. And then we're looking at Gokum Pyo's character situation. Mm-hmm. So like family is definitely becoming more of a thing like midway through. I'm, I'm sure it's not some people's thing, which is totally, totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still don't think it set, it, it didn't match the tone that was like no. episode one and two because mm-hmm. she was so cool. She still is cool, but she's not making different choices than really most typical yeah. rom-com character would, it no so. longer feels like it might end with her picking nobody and going off to canada to yeah like oh definitely not. no no we're right? we're long we're, we've right? long yeah. past that okay we're long which, past that which that's what i that was the tone i had from her the first mm-hmm. couple of episodes yeah. and i was actually like legit i kind of want that i think that would be a really cool especially like it's fine, listen, it's fine. Like her it's, and it's Gokyo fine. Really but, great chemistry. So but fine. when you get your tooth set for something like, ooh, it's a step different. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then you take that step back. Like, nope, it's yeah. the same as a lot of stuff. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Amanda? What's what's your third main one you're gonna talk about? Uh boy, it's too bad there wasn't a three in that love in your eyes, because my other one is Three Gentle Bros. So I had... Ah, Three Gentle Bros. Three Gentle Bros. I too am watching this. It's it's cute. It's um, it's kind of like, if I had to describe it, I would say it's like a, a kind of a version of Cinderella and the Four Nights. Like it's kind of that same kind of a setup. Um, you've got, except for instead of three cousins, you've got three half-brothers. And instead of a meddling grandfather, you've got a meddling mother. Um, uh, you've got Luke is, I think, the oh. oldest brother. Yeah. Oh, Good so is this Luke. a Thai show? Yeah, it's it a Thai show. It's a Thai show. It's, um, Luke is, he's been off living with his dad and his stepmom. Uh, you've got Taewon as, I think, the middle brother. Um, just nice guy. Seems to be just a gentleman, little little gentleman, nice dude. And then you've got Gun playing a high school brother, playing playing a little gremlin, an absolute, an absolute little gremlin. Yeah, yeah. Like he's delightful. He's my favorite character because he's just so terrible. He's and mom keeps trying to like bribe the older two to like spend more time with her. Like the high school one has to be around her because he's still in high school. But the other two don't have to live with her anymore, so they don't. And so she keeps trying to like bribe them with like cars and stuff, and like come back home. So and they're like, whatever. The, the youngest one's the only one who can actually be bribed to do anything. Yeah, 
<laughs> and she's like, he's like, I'll take a car. Like, yeah. what do you want? You give me a car. <laughs> oh, it's, and then you've got Mook, who is the female lead. She's off, runs a little takeout restaurant with her mom. Um, the basically the whole premise of it, how it starts, is that Luke's stepmother suspects that his dad is cheating on her. She has some pictures, but they're not very clear. She has knowledge that he is maybe at this hotel with this woman. So we're going to go and catch him in the act. The woman is Mook's older sister, who is an actress who works at this family's um, television station, right? Um, Mook is over there visiting her sister. Her sister's like, hey, like, change your shirt. I don't know if she spilled something on her or whatever. And she's like, here. I'll get you a new shirt, just get changed. The dad walks in when Mook is topless and back to him, and he like wraps his arms around her just as Luke and his stepmother pop in. Burst in. Like, we caught you. Ha ha. And, and she, she's, and like, she's like, like, I don't know who this man is. is. I don't know who you are. Right now, yeah. like a stranger, but like, okay. And so they go off, and basically, she nobody believes her that she's not having an affair with the man that she's half naked with, which fair enough. Um, and her sister is like, you will ruin my acting career if it comes out that it was me, right? Like, so you're, you're just, you're just a, like a chef at a takeout restaurant, okay? Yeah, like, like, I'm an actress. And, Don't ruin and mostly she's like, it'll ruin, it'll ruin her career because she'll get fired. Because the television network is owned by the stepmom. Like, if it's not owned by the dad, he just works there. Like, it's not, yeah. So she's out of luck if this fight gets found out she'll be blacklisted um so luke though just can't let it go he's like stop sleeping with my dad and she's like i'm not sleeping with your dad so i like back up off me and he keeps like ordering food from her restaurant and he keeps thinking about her and then going no stop it that's your i can't i mistress. can't have i can't like the woman having an affair with my father yeah. who keeps yeah. telling me she's not having an affair but i yeah. don't believe her for reasons so you uh, know it's just there's just nonsense going on and like the mom doesn't like the girl that luke is being set up to marry so she's trying to like get mook to mess up their family because they already hate you and you know and taiwan mine meanwhile has just bumped into her like they both go jogging in the morning and bump into each other all the time working out and stuff and just have this nice little like chit chat in the mornings and and then like luke's like ah oh, now you're trying to like seduce my brother you can't have anybody in my family and she's like I'm jogging in a public park. Like, relax. <laughs> what is your problem? So the way then, the way that the, the show is set up, it's like in three parts. So it like you so the first four episodes are him and her. And then the next four are Tawan and another character. And then in his greatest role ever, a straight man in a rom-com, uh, there will be a third <laughs> plot with gun and some woman. <laughs> and um Okay. I never thought I'd see, I never thought I'd see the day, you know. <laughs> so it it was cute. I didn't realize that Gunn was meant to be a high schooler until there was a, um an episode where they 
where like Luke catches her with Taiwan and like Gun happens to be there too. And then he's like, Oh, do you want to have this brother too? And Gun's like, Are you into minors? And she's like, What the heck? It's like, no. No, what old man is into minors? What what is this? (laughs) It's 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 very funny. It's 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 a cute show. Luke and Luke, I I watched them in um something that boss and me, me, and they were cute in that they have good chemistry with each other, and it just I mean it's light and nonsense. It's sort of like Lacorn Light, like Mm -hmm. it's got all the little nonsensey stuff going in, but under like a rom-com filter not a like people are gonna die filter so it's it's just silly and cute and fun and it's on youtube and you can watch it for free so you know that's free is good nice. yep free is nice yeah so, yeah so the next show i'm watching is another once a week Japanese show. I don't know why I'm torturing myself this way, but I am. And it's fine. And it has an incredibly long title. Okay. So stay with me, friends. (laughs) All right. So the title on Viki, if you want to watch it, is Kabe Koji Nekoyashiki-kun Desires to be Recognized. But you will not find that on my drama list if you're looking it up on my drama list. On my drama list, it has an even longer title. Okay, so stay stay with me, friends. It's Kabe Sedujin Saka no Neko Yashiki Kun wa Shunin Yoku Yowo Koji Raseteru. I apologize, I'm not Japanese. But I did. What is, is there not an English title? No, the, the English title is Kabe Koji Neko Yashiki Kun yes. Desires to be Recognized. Um, so it, it follows this manga artist who draws just filthy filthy gay porn manga like just hentai like i think the title of his manga is like suck on my big manly titties like it's it's ridiculous <laughs> and he's like he's he's very reclusive and very like he doesn't know how to talk to people and clearly has some sort of like depression problem and he has one diehard fan who's like this really adorable girl who hangs out with him and helps him sell his manga at these like comic book conventions um (laughs) and um you then find out that when he was in high school he was friends with this guy who smiles and is really happy and everyone loves uh who has now become an idol singer and he is secretly like a super fan of this idol singer because he's been in love with him since high school, but never said anything. And then while wearing, you know, the old, the cap and the sunglasses, this guy shows up at this comic book convention to buy his nasty gay manga. And is like, I'm your number one fan. Like I love everything you write. I can't just woo. And he's like, wait, what and he's like i've i you know you inspired me to become an idol like back in high school and i'm so glad that like we can be friends again and he's like no no what's happening what's happening (laughs) i love you so much and he's just like what what anyway so it's it's, definitely like a sunshine oh sunshine gloom like sort of thing (laughs) and it is 
it is like the way it's done there's like this over top over the top narrator and it's like they'll it'll cut to like you know really like stupid manga stuff like at one point like you know like the hard eyes and then uh when him and the girl who's like his diehard friend and fan and only friend they'll like, like eating a big meal they'll like sit back and both of them have big fake like pregnancy bellies as they're sitting on both sides of the table they're like oh that was a good meal like mm, we're so full like it's very comedic comedy mm-hmm. heaven but it's and it's goofy but it's so endearing at the is same it, isn't time. it based on a, mo- a, a it manga? is based on a manga i do believe um yeah i believe it's based on a manga um you can usually tell when you're starting to see the yeah. color of blonde hair yeah well, yeah, he's also playing an idol so like right 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 and you know what i love about it is I was watching an episode and <laughs> my husband was like, it doesn't sound like those people singing in this scene are professional singers. And I'm like, they, I don't think they are either. Like <laughs> people playing idols. Like I, they might be, but like they got done dirty by the sound production. Oh. But the, uh, the group is really cute. There's like three other members and you like find out about the other members. And then you find out about the main dude's family. Who's also a huge diehard fan of this, like, four member idol group and it's like no you're gonna invite him over for dinner and he's like please no like i'm so awkward and weird don't don't do this they can probably take this off and um like they're like no no you're inviting him for dinner and uh, anyway it's so cute and it's goofy and weirdly it's on it's on vicky it's on vicky so it's like easy to find um if you're in North America, I guess. If you're not in North America, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sure there's places. Places. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Places um, with stuff. But I'm so I have though there's only five episodes out so far. Um, I have watched all five episodes and am in love with it. Yeah, I think it updates on Mondays. So hmm. anyway, I absolutely love it. Um and I think if you like sort of goofy, it's not like heavy on the romance. Like you can tell they're both like in love with each other, but it's like real snail's pace type, mm-hmm. you know, like one's a one's in the public eye and one's a reclusive depressive. So, yeah. So, you know, yeah. like, uh-huh. it, it be what it be. Um, but just the guy, the idol guy, he's so like unerringly happy like he's so cute and then like the depressed guy is just like confused about everything he encounters in life he's like i just want to sit in my dark little house and draw big beefy naked dudes (laughs) i don't know i don't know what to tell you it's anyway it's adorable um while it does have this inappropriate manga that you will see like you just you know just it's a drawing of a beefy dude shirtless like holding massive pecs like that's the that's the most scandalous it gets like you're not seeing you know vags and meatballs if you know what i mean Um, (laughs) like it's so it's you know it's not wholly inappropriate like amanda you could definitely watch this with your older kids around and it wouldn't be afraid by any stretch of the imagination um it's so funny i a plus a plus I'm, I'm, (laughs) i'm really enjoying it uh, I haven't seen m- many other people that I know like watching it, which I find strange. some people might be waiting until it's done. They might be like smart. coming I'm out like on Vicky. Me. 
They might yeah. smart them like me watching it. Um, oh, I'm, I'm really into it. And I don't think there's going to be that many episodes. Um, there's apparently eight episodes, according to my drama list. But And how many have you seen? I have seen five. Okay. And six comes out on Monday. It's my Monday schedule. <laughs> what about you, Sky? What else? What, what final thing do you want to tell us about? So I'm going to talk about the Law Cafe. I'm going to circle back and talk about that a little bit. Um, I think I kind of stopped on 8-ish, episode 8-ish. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm not current with like the newest episodes by any means. Um, I do plan on picking it back up. It's more like I binged a big chunk of it. Mm-hmm. And then since I was chomping at the bit, I was like, I'm going to need to wait. And then I got busy with life stuff anyway. So... Um, Law Cafe is, I think, based on a web novel, uh, Love According to Law, and it definitely feels like that. So if, yeah. if you haven't checked it out, it is that tone. Um, and that, and that, I, I do enjoy it. I will preface all of these mm-hmm. things. Though they do deal with some like heavy topics when it comes yeah. to the types of people that she is trying to help. So sometimes it is like industrial accidents that lead to death or disfigurement. Um, sometimes it's like child abuse. Sometimes yeah. like um, there's a dog death. Like there's, oh, there's yeah. a lot in this show. Yeah. Despite the fact that if you had to quantify most of the episodes into like what what amount of this feels silly, a lot of it. Yeah. And then they will have like 20 minutes where they're really serious. Um so it definitely has that tone switch a lot. Mm. And I'm now I will say they do the best they can with when it comes to these topics, they do treat them very seriously. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not as if they ever joked about abuse or anything. They're mm-hmm. very serious when it is appropriate. I'm just saying when it's silly, it's very, very, very silly. So I think for a lot of people that may, you know, that might drive them away. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're, if you're there for the, like the hard hitting stuff, Mm-hmm. You're usually not ready in the next scene to have funny haha, yeah, like really yeah. funny haha, and like slapstick level. Um, and I think pe- like I've got it do- on hold too for like the opposite reason. I've been in the light fluffy mood, and I just mm-hmm. where I left it, I was like, <sighs> I just can't make myself push play again right now. Yeah, I'm like nah, I'm just I don't want to see that part right now. Yeah, you know? so. So there's definitely, so the hard, the uh, kind of hard hitting parts, aside from the people that she's helping, her own story of like, her mm-hmm. dad was a part of an industrial accident thing. And then she thought that he was like to blame for it. And he passed mm-hmm. with that accident. But then also, as far as who, like the company that caused the accident and stuff, it's, it's mm-hmm. the lead the dude lead characters like the friend from high school and you know the love interest and it's his family that he has tried to estrange himself from and all these things and of course it comes back to being a thing so it's like this star cross thing but then like how are we going to deal with it how are we going to get back at them so again there's parts of that that are slapstick but there's parts of that that are like 
grief and anger and like betrayal as far as not being wholly truthful on like things. Um, I kind of wish it was two separate shows is what it ends up making me feel like. Like I wish the silly side, like if there was a show just just the silly side and then a show like with all the hard hitting stuff. And it does feel a bit like some of the cases feel too heavy and too dark for what the rest of the show is, mm. you know, like it's kind of like one of them is a plot about medical marijuana and you're like, okay, like that, sure, that cool. feels like it fits, you know, but then you get into the child abuse one and it's intense and you're like, okay, like, or there's like, okay, you know, um, a high school or junior higher, like thinking of suicide because of bullying. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of tough stuff that, yeah. uh, you know, at least a show like Tomorrow, the entire overall plot of Tomorrow is sad. Like, yeah. because you're overall dealing with sad stuff. Yeah. Um, but Blog Cafe, since it swings back and forth so much, um, I don't think it. Once I get in that mood to watch it, I'm okay. Yeah. It's just Same. because I do, they have good, you know, the leads have good chemistry and it is, mm-hmm. it can be fun to watch. They do handle the difficult things well. It's yeah, just very. the show itself, since it gets so silly sometimes, like, mm-hmm. you know, that, I mean, it's such a unique. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are Western shows that do similar. Yeah. I am sure. But you know, I, I feel like K dramas, there are there's kind of this subsection of K dramas that do this, that do this mm-hmm. like very purposeful tone switching. Yeah. And usually usually they are based on like a web web novel thing yeah. or whatever so you kind of have to be in that like I'm pretty much watching a manga type thought yeah um mm-hmm. in order to make it feel acceptable it, again I never thought oh this is unacceptable it's just like oh dog death but to to like you know scenes later we're laughing like I mean it's yeah. just like yeah yeah it's tough the uh, um, the crazy uncle though he is a he's wild in it he's so that actor yeah. is enjoying himself i always love when you can see that like, himself into that role and yeah let me see so really good joe han chul uh he's in like everything and he's yeah. always mm-hmm. he is down for everything yeah like he yeah. will do it um it, <clears throat> and his character is like chewing scenery level of crazy in yeah. this show oh, I love um it. and yeah, he they, but also like Lee Sung Gi's character, and like when they are in a scene together and they are not happy with it, like it's very. Yeah. And so even even with like the corporate family stuff, so kind of it doesn't really go mock jong. It does go like super tense with actual like fist fights and blood and like, yeah. it just there's a lot for one show. It's a lot for one show. Um, I'm enjoying it. I know it sounds like I'm not. I do have to be in. <laughs> like I promise, I am. I know. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I, really I have like to be in though. the correct mood for it because yeah. because it is so tone switchy. I have to be to where I can handle the really heavy stuff. Yeah, and be okay with it being like up and up. 
you know, something really mm-hmm. stupid. So yes, it's on my list to watch when it's like fully done. I do sometimes be, have self control. If, if oh, it's not right? done yet, it should be very, very, very soon. It's Maybe gotta be like week. this week or next week. Yeah, like it, it's very, very. Because I think I'm on like ten and haven't watched it in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So like it's yeah. So. It, it is very enjoyable. Um, I what I really liked about it as far as if you're go, if you're going into it for I haven't even talked about the rom com side of it. Okay, you're pretty much going in for like the friends to enemies to lovers type yeah. thing, mm-hmm. and and that is they they sell it pretty well. I will say his character is absolutely frustrating for a very long time. Like, just be ready for the long haul with that if you are really trying to stick through it. Because I, I mean. And our, our girl is in it. Our our Kim Sol Gi yep. is, is Kim plays a cop. She's uh, yes, she I'm, is amazing in it. There is not enough of her. I will she, just say that she it's, is the most no nonsense. Like she does not put up with crap, and she doesn't care if you're her friend. She is going to freaking do her job. Like, yeah, oh, she's amazing. She's so good. But she's it. also on the flip side. She's very, very, very caring for her best friend. Mm-hmm. Like she always yeah. is there to like comfort her and go check on her and stuff. Despite the fact that she has like a baby at home and is super busy. So yeah, yeah. Her her character's really good. Always want to see more of her. Like whenever always. we get whenever we get a big scene with her, I'm like, okay, I want to see you again very soon. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah. And then it <laughs> and then it'll be like two episodes before I see her again. It's like, well, that's a thing. Yeah. Love so cafe. Be- before we end, Amanda, very quickly. Is there anything else that you've been watching? I started Becoming Witch, mm-hmm. uh, which is about three wives who, I don't know what. I just started it. I watched maybe the first half of the first episode, and it's got some nonsense going on. I mean, it basically opens with a scene of the three of them in a convertible driving around, and then one of them's got to pee, and they pull up to the side of the road, and they all go to pee in a in the field and then the cops come by and just see a, an abandoned car in the middle of the field. And they're like, crap. And so they hop up, they get up into the car and the trunk pops or they can hear something in the trunk. So they open the trunk, they go, oh! and then one of them smacks something with a shovel and they shut the door again and hop in the, and start driving away from the cops. And you're like, what am I watching? And then it's like, you know, three months earlier or whatever. Mm. And, and So there's a lot of, I'm not sure what's going on there yet, but like, it's got the um, that actress. She does a lot of Weekenders. Uh, oh shoot, I can't remember her name. Um, she was in My Father Is Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just see. Uh, Lee Yuri. Mm-hmm. So it's Lee Yuri with this like spunky little short haircut, and she wears wild clothing, and she's very almost like got a gangster kind of mall kind of vibe to her um there's a lot going on there I don't know it's weird but I kind of dig it but I'm just not really in the mood for it so I put that to the side for now and we'll see we'll see but Mm -hmm. it's it's weird it's interesting so I'm curious and I started Glitch, but again, same thing. I've gotten about oh, halfway in the first episode. Crap. So, I totally binged Glitch. That's a thing. I, Did you I, enjoy it? I haven't watched yes, it yet. Yes. Uh, yeah, Mom's like, internet I, couldn't handle it. So I, I, I will say it. about Glitch, we will probably, there will probably be, be an episode a about spoiler it. episode or an episode sure. just about Glitch. Like, that will be a thing sometime. So cool. I did, epi- like, the weekend it came out, I binged the crap out of Glitch. 
I did really, I, really enjoy it. like started it last week and then I just got sucked into this daily that I can't get out of right now so and the other one that I started um that I quite like uh on ICE I started watching a C drama called Rocket Mom and it <laughs> okay before you get into this, literally last night, I was sitting there watching a C-drama, not Ragged Mom, a different C-drama. And my husband was like, oh, did you hear about this very popular in China C-drama, Rocket Mom? There was a, a he was reading a whole article about wow. it. Wow. Okay. Well, so, I can see why, like, it's cool. I like it. It's, uh, the mom was part of a band with her husband and her best friend. They were rockers. And then one night, like, Right before the concert, her best friend shows her that her husband has signed the divorce papers and married her. And so she's up on stage giving this concert between like standing between two people who have betrayed her. Mm. Like, and she just and and her best friend keeps smirking at her. And so she just pulls off her guitar and just clocks her with the guitar. Um, and then leaves the country. She goes to the States because she was offered, she was offered a, like a deal to go be a solo act in the States with some, but, uh, she said, no, no, I can't leave my band behind. And then they betrayed her. So she was like, bye. And so she left to go to the States. She did not make it big in the States. Uh, she also left behind her like six-year-old daughter to be raised by dad and uh now dad has died and she has come back to see the daughter who is like 16 18 20 something like that like she's in that kind of range has no interest in her mother and her mother's like that's fine I don't really have much interest in you either obviously or else I would have been in your life over the last decade but her daughter plays uh, bass guitar and is trying to start up a band so I I, I think we can see where that's going to go mm-hmm. uh, you know but right now it's apparently it's wildly popular in China it's right now very interesting like it just it's weird like you don't usually see something where the mom is that cool like she gets back into town and the daughter's not there to greet her but her best friend is and and He's like his her best friend, her old best friend, like a dude best friend. Um, he's been helping to look after this kid all of her life, raising her and stuff. Mm. And so he's trying to mend things between the two of them. He tells her, "Your mom will be here, be here." She's not there, and mom goes, "All right, let's go out drinking." Goes, they hook up with a bunch of their old rocker buddies, and then get passed out drunk at the house and the daughter this is how her daughter finds her after not seeing her for like 12 years is like passed out drunk in a bed with you know another guy and stuff and it's uh it's not healthy and it's not happy right now but i have you can see how it's probably going to going to get there like it's going to they're going to while they can't get back those years there can become friends maybe like start to relate to each other as adults so so anything uh, else you're watching no that's it all right cool 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 uh for me oh it never ends 
It never ends with old Natalia. Um, I did watch this entirely. It's on Viki, this uh, very cute, cheesy little rom-com called Be at Ease, Mr. Ling, because it had the girl who starred in um, Love Like the Galaxy in it. And she was also in that one about the chef and the hotelier. Anyway, I really like her. And I think she's, I think she's fun. Um, but then I was watching it. And so it started, it's like, it has this guy, he's like the second brother of this, you know, conglomerate family. And he then, you know, just two, one of his brothers is like trying to get him out of the picture so we can inherit the company, blah, 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 blah. But he's like the most competent brother. But I was like looking and then, you know, she accidentally hits him with her scooter and, you know, shenanigans, shenanigans, right? Um, but I was like looking at these two brothers, like, so there's like the three brothers. So there's like the older brother and the younger brother. And I'm like, man, like these two brothers, they look so familiar to me. Why do I know them? And it's because they played the villains in the Untamed. <laughs> I was like, oh, those guys. So I was like, damn, back at it again. Okay. Um, it was it was cute. It was it like it wasn't, you know, it was exactly what you would expect it to be. When you Fair. sit down to watch a Chinese rom-com about rich guy, poor girl. You know what you're watching. And in terms right. of those shows, yeah. it was very entertaining. Uh, they, the main couple was very... It moved a lot quicker with the romance than I thought it was going to. Like, they were smooching pretty early. I was... Okay. All right. uh, so that's on Viki. Uh, it was very cute. I've also been keeping up with Love in the Air, which... Uh, before we started recording, I had this... I was lamenting about... The show being way better than it should be. Uh, to Sky and Amanda. Uh, that's on Aichi. It's um, it's like one of those shows that's like, it's in two parts, basically. So the first part is like the first couple and the second part is the second couple. We're very deeply in the second couple right now. And they're a delight. Um, I'm also on Aichi against my better judgment. Been watching Big Dragon. <laughs> and it's, you know... It's a thing. It's a show. Um, the chemistry is great. The plot, limited. Very limited plot. Uh, very toxic characters that are terrible for each other. But, you know, it is what it is, right? It, it is what it is. Um, there's like a little uh, BDSM flare, which you can only see on Aichi because this is also airing on YouTube for free. But is the like easy cut on yes. YouTube. So right. uh, if if you want the slightest hint of spice, uh, you gotta you gotta go to Aichi for that. I actually really like Aichi as a service. I yeah, I, I, me I, too. I'm not I'm not trying to be a corporate show. I, we are, that uh, was why I started Rocket Mom was because I was sitting there going, you know, you're paying for Aichi. Go you watch Aichi. So um, I was like, well, don't worry about it. Don't because this month, beyond uh, between us, starts on IT. So, oh yeah, you know, uh -huh. we're good. All right. Um, I've also been watching on IT again because I get my money's worth on IT because I actually really like IT. Uh, my only twelve percent, which is by the same uh, director as Until We Meet Again and um, Between Us, which starts next week. I'm so excited. Anyway, anyway, okay, so <laughs> get, get together. Um, it is very sad. But not sad in like a crying sort of way, but sad in sort of a, oh, like, 
bittersweet yeah. sort of situation. Um, and finally, I have watched the first two episodes that are currently available on YouTube of the uh, new incredible um, Strongberry production uh, known as Choco Milkshake. <laughs> Um, I'm curious about this one. Okay, it's actually very adorable. Uh, the, first, the first two episodes, anyway. If if you're curious about what the plot is, because the posters made it seem like it was going to be something less adorable, if you know what I mean. But Th- there are a lot of colors involved. A lot of colors, but it does make sense in context of the plot, which is um, this guy gets home from work to find these two men waiting outside his house. And he's like, okay, like... Hello, friends. Uh, who are you? And they're like, oh, uh, we're your dog and your cat from childhood. We've been reborn as human men. And we we came to find you because we love you so much. And he's like, what? <laughs> so anyway, one of them is his dog, Choco, and one of them is his cat, Milkshake. And let me tell you, these two actors playing these human versions of dogs and cats really understand dogs and cats because like they embody the personalities perfectly um it's very cute and it's silly and i'm just waiting for more episodes because they're only like 15 minute like they're short right because it's strawberry mm-hmm. they only they do short stuff um mostly what i've seen on twitter is just people lamenting that it probably won't just wind up as a throuple because no, you know, like no. it's just too cute and it no, should just no. be. I, I, I don't. I don't see a throuple in our future. Uh, there, there's a there's a second human, fully human man who's a character in the show that I feel like the cat's currently being very aloof to. So nice. um, anyway, it's very it's very silly. It's very silly. <laughs> But I really like it. That's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. The first two episodes are currently out. Sky, anything else you've been watching before we sign off? Yes. Um, so th- these are shows that I haven't watched a ton of recently, but a little bit here and there. Uh, so Once Upon a Small Town, I've watched um, the first four episodes so far. I have a lot to go still. Um, really cute. I know a lot of people are like super into that one. Uh, and it's, it's it's done. It's been done for a little bit. So it's definitely one that I will be finishing. It's like uh, veterinary doctor from Seoul. Like grandpa yeah. has been a veterinarian in this tiny town for forever, forever. And machinations, he ends up kind of taking over the veterinary uh Veterinary place for his grandfather during mm. a time period, and then the lead female is a um, a police officer. But of course, like childhood friends, blah 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 blah. So it's cute. You get all the like silly small town stuff, which Love is it. always a thing. Um, I it's also joy, picked right. Is yeah, it, it, it's joy is in that one. Yeah, is the girl. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, I picked up Reply 1997 again for like another episode. I, I keep picking Just that up whenever I have time. One at a time. time. Yeah. Uh, really, really fun. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about that again more later. <laughs> uh, since I was trying to be in a Halloween mood, I did watch the first half of the first episode of Tell- Tale of Arong. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I will probably eventually finish that sometime, but 
I, I ran out of time. So that, that is something I watched. I will mention a couple of movies that we did watch as a group. That's uh, true. We did watch with, some movies. It, if you don't know, um, so the folks that do support us over on Patreon, we call them our found family. We do a monthly movie night with people. Um, so these were the movies that we watched. We watched Shanghai Fortress um, and we watched Super Me. Uh, so those are two things. Uh, oh boy, both Chinese. What a, what a journey we went on with those films, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Shanghai Fortress, you get uh, dystopian military fighting aliens mm-hmm. with Luhan. And Super Me, you get something. You, we you got get, something. You get supernatural power. Dimension hopping thievery stuff. We're not it, sure. So. But it was enjoyable to watch. It was a little weird. and a I, little, I still and don't quite kind of understand how it worked. But like. But it was kind of fun to watch. Fun. We had a good time. Shanghai Fortress less so. It was yeah. not as good. But you know. Yippee what it be. Wuhan was fine. This, this is the thing. You we know? always pick movies. When you, when you go into a movie you've never seen. How do you know if it's going to be good? Sometimes you, you gotta watch it. Exactly. So I will do another asterisk. I did I did binge all of Glitch and I really enjoyed it. So we will talk about that some other time. And I did want to mention this is not an Asian entertainment thing, but it's something that I have been consuming a lot of. So I'm going to give a small little side note of I have gotten a lot into Dimension 20, which (gasps) is a actual play tabletop um Dungeons and Dragons type stuff. It's amazing. Most of the time. Um so I started with a court of fan flowers. Um, that is Regency slash Jane Austen esque uh, fairy type stuff. Super super fun. If you're into mm-hmm. that type of thing, check it out. I've never watched even a Dungeons and Dragons anything like, and I went into that and I had a blast watching it. Yeah, Dimension um, Twenty is so good. Just so, and these these are people that are um, they're actors and they're. They're really good at improvisation. Like that's their job. So they mm-hmm. they do great voices and great acting and great descriptions of sets and just it's great. Um, and so then the next one I watched was Misfits and Magic, which is pretty much a send up of Harry Potter, but so like funny. really it's... enjoyable. Um, and yeah, literally so funny. It's so good. It's so good. So then after that, I watched the Seven, which the Seven mm-hmm. is. It's set in like, to quote them, a John Hughes-esque version where like... Of like a fantasy. A fantasy world. And these characters go to high school. And it was seven maidens who, there was this prophecy. And then they end up being in a venturing party together. I mentioned all of this because I spent a lot of time watching this stuff because I love it. And Mm -hmm. when I say it is hilarious and moving and... It has actually taught me stuff about myself. I mean it. So like, yeah, it's incredible. Highly, highly recommend. I will say, as far as if you want to watch any of this, there are clips and things on YouTube, but it is its own subscription service. It's called oh, Dropout. Dropout. It is a college humor. That's why it's called Dropout. So it's a college mm-hmm. humor company thing. Yeah. Um, they have other like really funny game shows and stuff, which I'm starting to get into and I really enjoy. Um, so again, if you really like improvisation, um, but what's also cool about these shows, not only do they show the game itself, but then they have 
uh, like kind of after talks about like why they made those choices or how they made their characters. But um, some kind of the, the main couple of people that have ran a couple of these games and definitely Brenda Lee Mulligan's kind of like the main one that is over all of Dimension 20. Like he has his fingers and everything. He, he approaches everything like philosophy is kind of his angle with stuff. And then yeah. also with the improvisation and he pretty much, he knows everything. It's wild. He takes characters down to like their nuts and bolts of like the type of human that they are and just kind of restructure. It's just really, really cool. And it, it, it's kind of a great insight into humanity. I won't mm-hmm. go further than that. Sorry, I already talked about a lot. But no, it's you don't need to apologize. People should know about as, this series. As somebody, <laughs> as somebody who has not watched any tabletop gaming before at all and knew nothing, I still very much enjoyed all of it. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's it not is, like very heavy is, on the technical side. It's more right. heavy on the entertaining. It is yeah. not appropriate for children. No, <laughs> I will say that. Absolutely so, not. Absolutely not. <laughs> there's a reason they have their own service there's like some full episodes you can see on youtube like i think the first series they did which is like adventure high i think the first fantasy high yeah i think the first season which the seven is a is a spinoff of there's like three Um, seasons so far of fantasy high um which fantasy high was what i just randomly found it on youtube one day and then i was like oh this is my personality now yeah (laughs) okay cool 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 um so you can i think see the first season of fantasy high on youtube if i'm not mistaken um and sometimes there's like oh this there's an episode of this or they'll have like they'll do mm -hmm. someone had animated a clip like but also what's kind of fun about like the after talks with this stuff so for instance misfits and magic of course based on harry potter stuff when you go to the after talk of this these things and they're talking about like their choices and whatever. Whenever they reference J.K. Rowling, they'll be like the trans, the transphobe authoress, and that, that's yeah. the only way that they talk about her. And then, well, it's the only way you should. It's the only. That, listen, that's the only way that Daniel Radcliffe like, talks about her too. So hey, oh, and then they'll be yeah. like fuck terse, and then they go yeah. on and talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're wonderful. Um, there's also if you're a fan of my brother, my brother and me, which you should be, because it's one of the funniest podcasts, you know, besides ours, of course. No. Uh, uh, the three brothers who make up my brother, my brother and me are on a season of this called Toy Heist, which I'm Ti- tiny, heist. tiny heist, tiny heist, where they all play toys and it's them and their dad. And then like a wow. few other people and Brendan Lee Mulligan as the DM. And it is the humor in it is top notch like absolutely so funny like even my husband who only listens to this casually there's like this one monologue that one of them does about his like character who's like a lego man's background my husband was crying he was laughing so hard nice like it was he was like oh no well so yeah just to put you in mind sometimes the humor is just really ridiculous like they're my husband was not watching the show with me, but I had to make him pay attention to a part of the show because there was a part in one of the games where there was just a lot of like potty humor, but mm-hmm. it was so silly that the entire everyone at the table could not stop laughing. And Brilliant Mulligan would just not stop like making it sillier and sillier. Yeah. And everyone got the giggles and they so Couldn't these stop. professional actor improvisation people cannot stop laughing and they can't look at each other. They're like, we have to stop <laughs> laughing. So like 
don't know. It feeds your soul to like have that much joy sometimes yeah. in something. So and, again, you know, and as called, we always called Dimension Twenty, it's found on Dropout. That's what that is. It's and not, it doesn't have anything we, to do, but it's about stories. Storytelling yeah. is what it comes down. To. And as we always say, there's nothing more enjoyable than watching someone become enthused about something they love. Yep. And that is the essential. They are loving what they're doing while doing that. Mm-hmm. It's delightful. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, thank you. We're back. We're back. After our short hiatus, uh, we are back and better than ever, hopefully. Uh, anyway, we hope you enjoyed listening to us, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Um, if you want to listen to this podcast, uh, other than where you found it, you can find it on pretty much wherever podcasts can be found, as well as YouTube, and of course, you can go to our website, certifiednewness.com, if you want links and time codes of things happening in this episode. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certifiednewness and become part of the found family, and maybe, I don't know, join us for one of our monthly movie nights. We love our found family. They are the best. They pay for our hosting and everything. They're great. Uh, We think you guys are the best. You're literally the best. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, We're getting back in the swing of things. So we hope that we're thank you for sticking around with us while we took a little vacation, which we don't do that often. So we're glad that you let us do so. Anyway, you hope you have a fantastic week. And, you know, keep, as we always say, keep washing your hands, keep wearing a mask. Still, you know. Think of your immunocompromised friends out there. Uh, And as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.